Whether you're just looking to stay warm during a hunt or need maximum concealment, the clothing you wear can make or break a hunt. At MidwayUSA.com, we understand hunting clothing has come a long way with more meticulously crafted camo patterns, advanced scent control technologies, and weatherproof options to withstand the elements. Hunters have to wait until their favorite season, but shouldn't wait on gear, which is why MidwayUSA offers super-fast shipping. When you're ready for your next system, log on to MidwayUSA.com. Fishing like a local isn't just about catching fish. It's about connecting with the environment and the people who call it home. It's about hearing the stories and traditions that have been passed down for generations and sharing unforgettable moments with the people you meet along the way. Fishing like a local is having an experience that stays with you forever. And with Fishing Booker, you can experience it too, no matter where you are. Discover your next adventure on Fishing Booker. Warning, breaking bread or crackers at the campfire may spook Carl as it reminds him of his fragile shoulders. Hello, B&B. This is Derek, and with me today is the only man who's traversed the Grand Canyon via parachute cord used as a tightrope. Carl mm. Mandrioli. What's up, buddy? What's up? I would be proud to do that. Proud, my friend. It was not videotaped. It was all hearsay. It's about yeah. as legit as like an alien in Roswell, New mm. Mexico. It's about the same. If I brought a GoPro, would the footage have worked? Would it be as clear as Bigfoot footage? I don't know. Mm. I've got something yeah. about GoPro and Bigfoot footage in this episode, so that's kind of really? a precursor there. Yeah. With me today is Derek Somerville, ah. a man that thinks the shovel was the most groundbreaking invention. Breaking. breaking. I get it. Groundbreaking. That's right. That's cute. That's cute. That's a stretch for you. <laughs> okay. um, I'm excited for today, Carl. Today is brought to us by Summit Strength. Mm. If you ever wanted a customized, personalized, and in-depth training uh, instructor via the web from anywhere to give to give you what you need, check out summitstrength.com.au. Yes. Carl, are you ready for today? I think so. I think so. Anytime we do an episode that is related to gear or even has the word gear in it, we typically get a spike in downloads. But mm. I think the one we just put out last time about Camp Manners, if you skipped over that one, you're going to want to go back. That was one of Derek's better episodes. Like He was he was on <laughs> fire with the humor in the last one. Oh, wow. One of my better it episodes. It is. I'm, I'm complimenting you. I'll take it i'm just saying don't don't just look at camp managers and think yeah i'm gonna skip that one no no no. this is one it's worth going back to so all right today's bible verse judges 7 19 this is the story of gideon Mm. gideon and the hundred men with him reached the edge of the camp this is the camp of the midianites by the way Mm. at the beginning of the middle watch just after they had changed the guard they blew their trumpets and broke the jars that were in their hands. Side note, inside the jars were torches that were suddenly revealed to frighten the Midianites, who had greatly outnumbered Gideon and his men. So, this is about broken gear. That's kind of the broken jars right there. Anyway. That was a stretch. Derek, that was a stretch. Yeah, I know, I know. I liked it, though. But here's my question. If you think that's a stretch, here's my question. <laughs> <laughs> Derek, from the Bible verse, mm. 
do you consider yourself more of the trumpets or more of the jars in life? <laughs> <laughs> how do I? How do you answer these questions? Like, what goes on in your brain to come up with these questions? Uh, Creativity is the answer, my friend. Am I a trumpet or am I a jar? I like yeah. to think that I'm a jar that's constantly being repaired. By somebody else. Because <laughs> I'm constantly breaking. Constantly messing up. Yes. I think actually both of our lives are jars right now in a lot of ways. <laughs> mm, mm. What's that saying, though? You want to be a jar of clay? Moldable? Yes. Pliable, Carl? I don't think that's a saying, but good try. You're more of... I think your jar is more brittle and crusty. Probably. But, but either way. But still, the jars reveal these hidden torches, which are meant to have some some frightening power so we'll see if that works out for us in the end (laughs) anyway speaking of broken things (laughs) yeah is yours maybe in your jar was was it more like they found like a little pack of matches or something or i don't know (laughs) i'm ready to talk about the gear and you're like let's go back to the jars that's kind of interesting (laughs) i want to talk about the jars a little more go ahead what are you gonna say okay so this episode is about broken gear yeah gear that might break on you and I think people have had gear break on them, and people are definitely prepared for certain types of gear, some more prepared than others. But I think what we're going to try to do is just simply share what gear is most likely to break on you, and if there's anything to do about it. Sometimes there's not a whole lot you can do about it, but what could you do about it to prepare beforehand, or what could you do in response to that? So I came up with a list. I actually have seven items, Derek, because... Seven? Yeah, because I'm, I'm sensing that at least a couple of them are on your list i highly doubt that but maybe one maybe one is i I only have three or four okay well there's one i I feel like one on here if you were to just search like gear that breaks a lot like this is going to come up so maybe you didn't do that search Mm. do you have shoulder straps or no (laughs) (laughs) for my powerful shoulders is that what you're saying like Uh, my my shoulder muscles break the backpack (sighs) wow that's a stretch um okay all right, well, I'll go first since I've got the bigger list. Okay, that's fine. And, and I'm going to start off with the the one that I think, I don't think you have this one, and I, and I and this is a piece of gear that a lot of people shouldn't have out there, but mm. I still see it out on backpacking trips, and that is the tent with the fiberglass poles. Oh, oh, yeah. Okay. No, I don't have that. Yeah, Otherwise known as like the Walmart or the Target tent. So... Mm. If you want to buy a cheap tent, like they're probably going to come with fiberglass poles. And Mm. I don't even know if they're fine for camping because I think I've broken every tent with the fiberglass poles. Like whether you kind of kick one on accident, step on one, Mm -hmm. or just throw it down into the back of your car. Like they just break so easily. I feel like they get more brittle over time as well. That could be true. But the only, you can sort of duct tape, tape them kind of in a pinch, sort of, but... Yeah, that's like a one-time, hopefully one-night fix. Like that's yeah. not a long-term solution. No, definitely not a guarantee. Right, right, right. So fiberglass poles is my first one. If you're using a tent fiberglass, mm. fiberglass pole backpacking, because that's all you can afford, you've got to treat that thing like a pillow. You do. Yeah. Baby it. Baby yeah. it. Um, mine is, is similar along the same lines. One, my first one is the trekking pole. Yeah. Um, so you That's can the break, one I was talking about. Yeah. So... I kind of added like my own like this is let's say you do break it right you can still use it as a deterrent for bears. Well, how are you gonna break watches. it? Like, what's do you know what's the most common part? Well, I have broken. Well, yeah, I mean, so you can break it a couple ways. I mean, I'm sure we've all I don't know if everybody's broken a trekking pole, but 
Like so, I had one that the bottom of it snapped off. Um, mm-hmm. I think I got it pinched in between two rocks, and I just kept right. walking, not not realizing it was pinched or trapped in there. And That's the most snapped. common way. That's the most common way. And then the uh, the little area in the middle where you tighten it mm-hmm. or cinch it together, um, those can like wear out. And I had one that just wouldn't tighten anymore and just kept right. slipping up and down. So um, I've had that so, too. Yeah, so those kind of wear out. So that's something else. You know, every I don't know. Every couple of years, I'll just kind of double check my poles and make sure they're all like good to go before I pack them up. Okay. There's actually a third way that that I think you've broken your trekking poles. Oh boy, do tell. <laughs> do I want to know? Why are you saying, oh boy? Do I want to know? <laughs> <laughs> I just feel like there's times when you get really frustrated when we play camp games and you lose and you just take one <laughs> over your leg and just snap it. In half. It's never happened. Frustration, I don't, you know, but you know why that's a lie is I don't. You'd have to lose to be able to do that, but I don't. Oh, know. boom! When boom. And you never lose. Mic drop. Uh, I do when <laughs> I do when you cheat. I'll just say that I do when you cheat <laughs> and I lose. <laughs> Let, let me just give you a quick scenario. Let's just pretend yeah. that we were playing cards or something, and I just got a hold of the cards before every deal, and I set the cards so that you had the worst hand every mm. single time. Mm. Would that be enough? Like, assuming that you didn't realize that this was going on, would that be enough to, to snap the trekking pole over your leg? I, I, you're living in a dream world where you don't think I'd ever figure that out. But uh, <laughs> I, love that you're, I love that you think you could magically rig the deck in the tent while we're all there every single hand. <laughs> it's so ridiculous. You're like, hey, Derek, no, for this game, I brought seven decks of cards. They're already shuffled. Nobody needs to shuffle. <laughs> okay. All right. Sounds like, sounds like you're challenging me, and I accept the challenge. Can I read the decks? Can I read the decks without you noticing? Let's just let's just pause. Let's just pause for a moment and think of all the times Carl's been like, Derek, you come up with the most absurd trivia of questions that would never happen. Right. Here's another situation that would never happen. Okay. So now, we both first did. of all, this is not trivia. And second of all, I accept the challenge. On the next trip, I will rig the decks to see if you notice. No, but you're missing the point. It doesn't have to be trivia. It's a ridiculous scenario that would never happen. But I'm if you want to try you, make- I'm going to make it happen on the next trip. I be, I would love to see would love to see this happen. <laughs> All right, we'll see how it goes. That'd be great. Sorry, so that's kind of down a rabbit hole there. But are you saying on air that you're bringing all the game six here? Is that what you're saying? Um, I didn't say that. I, I'll find Ooh. a way to make this happen. All I'm saying is that there's Foot people that go the... backpacking with folks right. out there that have anger issues. That you know what? They're just having a rough time mm. climbing up the mountain, and they might snap their trekking pole over their leg. They might, or just go throw a rock at a tree. Like you know, same right. thing. Okay. Um, so what are you gonna what are you gonna do about it? What are you gonna do about a broken trekking pole? Oh, okay. So uh, what am I gonna do about it? I'm gonna duct tape it together and uh, okay, uh, <laughs> <laughs> it's not gonna work. Um, no, if I can't, if it's if it's not fixable or if it's just unfixable, I'd probably just like to attach it to my backpack and use one pole if I had to. Okay. Um, if it's you know, but you always have the. You can still use it as like a Sasquatch or bear deterrent. You mm. could you, you could use it to help set up a lean or like a like a splint if I break your leg. Okay. Um, you know, don't <laughs> you I would leg. say Yikes. don't use it. Don't use it as firewood. Okay. Uh, I would say don't use it. I know one year we did some rock rappelling. Don't be like, hey, here, hold on to this trekking pole while I lower you down. Right. Uh, and I would even say that for a fully functioning trekking pole because you just don't know. It's not going to hold your whole body weight as you're, you right. know, it's going to, this is not a good idea. Okay. So. That's good. I think that 
Yeah, and, they, and there's a lot of people trying to buy those fixed length trekking poles just to shave even additional ounces. Mm-hmm. So that's going to have less breakability in terms of, you know, you're talking about kind of like shortening it up or adjusting the height on that. Right. Um, the right. mechanisms there, but still, like those things snap all the time. Like if you if you talk to a serious backpackers who use trekking poles all the time, they probably have like a mountain of trekking poles. Like, you know, they used to have a pair, now only one's working. True. My question though, too, is would you go one trekking pole, let's say right hand, and then just impromptu stick that you made into a walking stick in the left hand. You're assuming I'm making a second pole then after I break the other Well, one? I'm just saying like you find like a kind of a lengthy stick, maybe you can kind of whittle it down a little bit. Would you do it? If I found myself a Gandalf staff, yes, I would use that. I might even ditch the other trekking pole and just okay. use that. <laughs> maybe I'll look online for a Gandalf staff and use that next year. I don't know. What's your next one? What do you got? Next one is one that you have struggled with, I think, on more than one trip, and that is the broken sleeping pad. Broken sleeping pad? Yeah, like it won't hold air. Uh, I did have that on one trip. I did have that okay. happen, yeah. Uh, yeah, and I've had it happen before, too. That was annoying. Do you know what kind of side story on this one is? After we got back from our fastest snow time attempt last summer, we were, we were just car mm-hmm. camping, and yeah. my wife set up the tent, and she gave me like this sleeping pad that i'd found at a garage sale and it didn't i hadn't <laughs> tested it out yet and it didn't hold air and uh, she went to bed ahead of me along with the kids and so i got in there and i was so tired like <laughs> like that day was so long and so tiring and uh, i had no so, padding uh, <laughs> that was a punishment so worse. yeah anyway uh. it's most sleeping pads now like if you buy newer ones come with a patch or repair kit kind of embedded in their stuff sack so if they yes. don't, you, you should really be prepared and bring that along with you. And then if you're not sure where the leak is coming yeah. from, then you got to find a body of water and you have to try to kind of inflate it and see yeah. where, where there's some bubbles rising up and hope that Indeed. it's not coming from the nozzle because those are hard to fix on the fly. Indeed. Or hope that it's not like on the crease, like where they stick. I had one where like the, you know, where the top and the bottom kind of come together and it's like a little seam on the side. of. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. And the hole was like... Yeah, that might not be fixable either, right? That was really annoying, so... Okay. Uh, Interesting. Man, that's not usually how it happens, though. If the seam blows out, I would challenge the quality of that. Well, the hole hole was next to the seam, so it was like at a really awkward spot, but... How do you think you got the the hole there? I don't know. I don't know. Do you still sleep with, like, glass pieces in your pockets? I mean, I have razor blades everywhere, but that's not a big deal, right? No, I think maybe it got poked... um, I don't know. I mean, I had like yeah. I think I, I might have had like a buck knife, but I don't think it was even near that. I don't usually pack those two things together. So, who okay. knows? Who knows? Maybe it was wear and tear. I don't know. Um, mm. My next one, okay, yeah, is your favorite piece of gear. Uh, and I, even though we don't bring this, I'm sure people have broken these or ripped these. The good old fashioned footprint. Uh, it may- <laughs> you will not. Let that I'm bringing. Go. It, I'm bringing it back from the dead. <laughs> if you let's say you rip a footprint on the rocks and you didn't like smooth out the area before, uh, right. and maybe you you maybe one of the um, edges of it, maybe the handles or string or whatever on the end of it. The um, handles, okay. Not the handles. You know what I'm saying. The, uh, <laughs> the part you tied off of. Why am I forgetting what's called? The guy lines. Thank you. The guy lines. That's actually on the tent. That's not on the footprint. There's like little. Just I don't even know what you call. No, no, no. On the end of the the corner yeah. of the footprint it's near the grommets is where the grommets are okay the grommets yeah what is let's yeah. say you rip some of that or something happened probably you're gonna rip it from rocks or something but so i would say what do you do in that case um you i would want to just 
Use it as a blanket? No, I was going to say, don't use it as an emergency blanket or a sleeping bag. Okay. I would rather use what's around me in nature as a sleeping bag, honestly. Uh, but I, w- I don't know. I mean, if- <laughs> I would rather use like dirt that has bugs in it as a sleeping bag. No, I'm saying, no, I'm saying like I would wrap myself in like leaves or yeah. something like that than a footprint. I mean, what? maybe, you I don't know. Just That's ridiculous. No, dude, I'm serious. Dude, I'm going bare girls mode. If I, first of all, the footprint, I would want to just... This is how I feel about a footprint, okay? It's the same feeling I would get when you're on day one of the backpacking trip and you're like, oh, there's a hole in my sleeping mat. You're just like, this is a bunch mm. of wasted weight and it's so annoying and you can't do anything about it and you can't burn it. You can't trash it. You just have to carry okay. it. So it sounds like another challenge here. So second mental note is yeah. if your pack happens to fall off the edge of a cliff on this next trip... <sighs> See if you'd use the footprint or nature. <laughs> That's not even the same. I said if your footprint is damaged or ripped, okay. then yeah. Well, I mean, what am I? What all am right, I so I'll rip the footprint. And I mean, I could find a use for it, but but that's what the footprint's for is to get damaged so that it prevents theoretically the damage on your tent, and that's why it's so useless. <sighs> is because I've never actually damaged a footprint. And so, therefore, like it's been a useless piece of gear because my tent also would not have been damaged. You got to be really rough with your tent and really dumb about where you place your tent for that thing to rip. Yeah, yeah, sort of. And you're a a wild sleeper. (laughs) So I'm not, you know. Okay. I liked your first answer better. You would. For for, for striking poles over. Oh, we're grading? I'm going to start grading. Okay, we're grading. You can grade. Well, I'm trying to think of what... Of course you like it better. You don't like footprints you're saying gear that might break on you is your footprint like that's your real answer dude are you tell me one piece of gear on a backpacking trip that somebody somewhere has never broken there's no wrong answer here carl if you're using if you're wearing other people's dirty socks you cannot mock footprint suggestion that just, just doesn't make sense <laughs> all right i'll i'll go with uh man well we've I, I was I, so here's what's on my list. I got water filters on my list because we've broken every single kind of water filter, but we've talked about that already. Bringing the backup, um, you know, iodine stuff. So I think I think we've covered that one. The water filter. Yeah, I I, I actually had that as my third one as a pillow because I did that one time. Wait, what? You have you have water filters as your pillow? Oh no no no! I'm thinking bladder. I have a bladder. I'm doing a bladder one to filter. Dude, to are you okay? What? Like, you're revealing your answer as I'm trying to share my answer, and your answer is not the same as my answer. I thought, I heard water filter, I thought bladder, okay. water. That's, water. What, that's what I'm asking if you're okay. All right, so I'm not going to say the water filter as my official one. I'm going to go, ooh, I'm going to go with the, um, this is actually something I haven't used, but every review I've seen says that these are going to break, which are the carbon fiber tent stakes where people are trying to figure out ways to lighten their load, and so they, they get this mm-hmm. lightest possible tent stakes, and these carbon fiber ones, whether you're hammering them into the ground with something or whether just, you know, strong winds, like, these things just break. That's what, I, from the research I've done, like, they just tend to break, and people can attest to other other ways. I don't think you've used, you've, you've used those either, right? Carbon fiber tent stakes? No. Yeah. I have, like, no. I think, I, well, no, I, I haven't used those. I have, like, I have some old yellow plastic ones, which are pretty durable, but um, I just, I mean, okay. if I can get the metal ones. The like yellow the plastic ones. ones. Yeah, those are like from the 1990s, I think. They are. They're super old. I don't yeah. even use them anymore. So you use old yellow plastic ones that you don't use anymore. All right, nice. 
I have them, and if I go on a non-sanctioned uh, backpacking trip without the dudes, I probably would bring those, yeah. Yeah, that, you're right. That is not sanctioned. I agree. <laughs> <laughs> so what would you do? What do you, what do you do if you break your carbon fiber? So, okay, sticks? yeah, thanks for, yeah, I didn't, I didn't cover that. Thanks for asking. So kind of the, the hope is that there's something that is heavy, like a stone or a piece of wood that you can lay on top of the guy lines or the edges of the tent to kind of weigh it down um, honestly if you're getting strong winds not sure that's going to hold up though so you might have some some flappiness going on with that rain fly mm, might cause you to lose some sleep it's it's going to be a tough night i've definitely definitely had flappy rain flies before so yep yeah yep all right so which, what's your third one my third one is uh, a, okay so sometimes you're I've had a bladder break. If anybody have a bladder break, your water mm-hmm. bladder, um, and it's annoying. So there was a couple times mine had can, an issue. Wait, wait, Once, can you can you share what brand? If you remember what brand it was, it broke. Oh, I remember what brand. Okay, yeah, this was the Camelback mm. bladder. Okay, guys, don't buy. I mean, maybe they're better now. I don't know. I haven't looked at them in a while because I just just grew a hatred for them. Right. As Carl did with footprints. But anyway, so I <laughs> had the camelback bladder for, I don't know, I want to say a number of years. And uh, and so finally one year I, you know, I would put it in my backpack and it was like, I always make sure it's like on, like it's sealed. And it just started leaking. Mm-hmm. The main, the main huge opening screw on cap started right. leaking. Everything got wet in the pack. I'm like, this is so lame. Would you ever store a water bladder filled in a backpack for a plane flight? <laughs> uh, you'd have to measure the exact... No. I, I Would you ever do that? Uh, you know, I know. I feel like somebody's going to tell me I did it, though. Yes, I did it. Yes, I did it. Okay. What happened? How'd that well, go? Well, I already told you what I did. I, th- I tried to gamble, and I paid the price. And I, I knew <laughs> that there was a possibility it would happen, and it did. I tried to, I tried to fill up the bladder partially with water, not all the way. I did not do it all the way. I tried to fill it partially with water, okay. thinking that it would survive the trip. And I was just like, "This is in my early years." I was like, "This is stupid." Early years. This is two years ago, dude. No, it wasn't two years ago. What are you talking about? Yes, I remember it vividly because I haven't used a bladder for like three okay, years. Okay, well, we have witnesses because I was laughing uncontrollably when, not that the fact that it spilled on you, but the fact that you were so incredulous. You're like, what? The water leaked after a plane flight? Are you kidding me? <laughs> I was like, you filled the bladder and you were surprised. Look, I don't I don't say I was the smartest tool in the shed, okay? Okay. Definitely not the sharpest tool, the smartest tool. Whatever. I thought like, hey, if I only put a little bit of water in here, I think I can make it. Because I thought that the thing was like, I thought we were getting right. I can't remember if we were getting right off the plane you said at the time. Kalispell Airport, Montana, my friend. Yeah. And then we were going to go. I I didn't remember if there was going to be water nearby. And it was my stupidity, of course. I'll I'll claim stupidity for that. So (laughs) I'm not calling you names. I just think it's funny. It is funny. It's the stupidest thing I've ever done. So All right. I totally have wrecked your answer here. So you said camelback bladder. This is what you do. You want to monopolize my answer. No, I, I think apologize. there was another there was another scenario with the the bladder that I had early on. This is before this is like I want to say this is before I even started backpacking with you guys. This okay. is when I had a camelback bladder and I thought it would be cool. I'm like, oh, this is cool. It's uh, it's like a little pillow. Mm. And so I started laying on it and it was good for a while, and then all of a sudden it just started leaking water everywhere and i didn't um 
I didn't realize it because it was going on all of the uh, clothes. The I think I got on my <laughs> sleeping bag. It was just like a total mess. So I was like, this is the done. And ironically, it was another Camelback. So just don't buy Camelback. It just sucks. So um, okay. don't use them as a pillow. And if they break, uh, that sucks big time. Yeah. Did you know that Camelback, like that company, is actually owned by Nalgene? I'm not surprised. I'm not surprised. I just made that up. Sorry. 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 Why I was trying to, are you? Try, I was trying to pile on there a little I bit. Would, okay. I wouldn't be surprised. But anyway, so um, if you break it, I mean, the best thing to do as a standard rule of thumb for me is I always bring like a spare sports water bottle or something like that. So right. if, if you do break it, you at least have something to keep water in. So that way yeah. you don't have to like suck on Carl's bladder, which would be really awkward. Like share the bladder. Yeah, Ugh, that's not, gross. That's not good. That was a way better answer than your footprint because that is something that i think people have broken i've broken lots of different brand, brands of those things you don't think people have broken a footprint are you serious you no, know no, that we'll, there's people that are we'll psyched listeners on give us feedback oh yeah i've broken footprints when i'm not saying they have yeah. maybe none of the listeners but you're telling me that nobody's broken a footprint do you know that there's people that yeah. are like footprintaholics i'm just imagining what it means to break a footprint and it's still usable because you're still protecting. There's still that protective layer. What if you just What if you just rip it down the middle diagonally? Right. Let's say you cut it like in half, so you have two triangles now, right? Or triangle-ish. Yeah, that's yeah. what I said. You could use it as yeah. a poncho. I'm not saying you can't use it as something else, but it's. Just, but you can still use it as a footprint. So it's still a ground sheet. You can put it right down there. It's not a problem. Then still use it as a footprint. Go ahead, but I'm not going to bring one. You can still bring one if you want. I'm not bringing one. Um, all right, so my bonus one. This one is controversial, I think. So, and you might even disagree with this straight right off the bat. Is uh, so after that after that airplane comment, I probably will. <laughs> well, but this is from personal experience. So, okay, go ahead. So I've had multiple issues with a GoPro breaking. Mm. Okay, really? Yeah, and it's and it's different versions of them. So I know they like they're constantly coming out the latest greatest version, and yeah. I've used different kinds. Like they have the session, which is that little cube. I've used just the regular GoPro Hero, and uh, my buddy Jared had one where like he had a battery that would not hold a charge, like GoPro brand. So he bought a backup battery that wasn't holding a charge. Like just there, the quality of GoPro, at least in the ones that I've used, has been unreliable to the point where a lot of the stuff, the video I've captured has not come to fruition. So two things. One, that's absurd. Uh, how are you? Okay. One is how okay. have you, is it absurd? Now I know you have a GoPro. I now do. you're going to tell me that your single experience with that single GoPro works for you. So therefore my answer is bad. No, no, no. I'm not taking my single experience. I'm taking, there's thousands, millions, probably hundreds of thousands of videos everywhere of gopro stuff they use right. gopro stuff in movies so right. to say that gopros aren't reliable is kind of hilarious and absurd so now, i'm not saying it's gonna you, break every time i'm not saying like it's guaranteed to break just like no but how do you how do you said you broke it now i'm gonna i'm gonna ixnay the battery wouldn't charge thing right but what it okay. what broke when you brought it like how are you breaking a gopro <laughs> you've you've twisted my answer into an accusation of me being responsible for breaking it I love this. Um, <laughs> I did not break it. It what was simply you do, not Carl? working. Like it was an unreliable. Like I've had three different GoPros now that were not working. Where, where for example, one appeared to be working, 
and was not actually capturing video. Um, another one just simply wouldn't like turn on. It wasn't a it wasn't a charge issue because it was like right out the gate it wouldn't turn on. And then and these are brand new. This is brand new, or like no, they're not brand new. Like you've used no, these before, no. and and the footage was great. And then you took it on, on a backpacking trip, and it just petered out. All I'm saying is, is just be wary of the GoPro. I'm not I'm not guaranteeing it's gonna break. Just like none of these things are guaranteed to break. Yeah. But over time, I I'm I'm just like. I'm suspect of their long-term quality. I'll say that. So you're suspect of a GoPro's quality, but you bring like super old JVC camcorders, and those are. Okay. Do you have stock in GoPro? Because you're taking this personally. I, I'm not. I'm just saying. <laughs> what do you think is more technologically advanced to survive? So it sounds like you disagree with that one. That's fine. I disagree with your your footprint one. That's fine too. I'm just telling you from personal experience, kind of where I'm at with that one. If they're too hard for you to use, just don't use them anymore. <laughs> <laughs> they're you know it's like it all it is is like press to play and then that's it so we kind of sort of hit like gear that's most likely to break on you but sometimes we as backpackers can be the causes of like gear misuse or gear breakage so i've got kind of a list of warnings of how not to use gear do you have a couple of those too yeah i have i have one but i obviously did that with the three that i gave you like you know don't use the gears okay. you know in certain situations. So, all right. Well, here's, I'll give you my list and you can respond to yeah. it. All right. So I think sometimes people are just asking for it. Right. Yeah. So for example, don't use your cooking pot to hammer in a tent steak. Mm. I mean, you, that will break your cooking pot. I mean, pot. you could, but, but don't, I'm not going to say that I've done that before, but I've done that before. So embarrassing. <laughs> You've done that before. <laughs> wow. More, Ooh, more recent level. than I'd like to admit. <laughs> respect okay. level dropping right now. For sure. You, recently, like what, this year? Uh, I said I just said more recently than I like to admit. I don't, I don't I'd have to think about when that was. It wasn't this year, I don't think. That's a, okay. okay. Still embarrassing. <laughs> Still embarrassing. All right. Uh, don't use your knife like an axe. Mm. Like we see that on those Bear Grylls episodes. <laughs> and if you're in survival <laughs> mode, you got to do what you got to do. But if you're just like trying to carve a you know, like another walking stick out for yourself. Go easy there, buddy. Oh, I thought you were talking about, you know, as an axe, like trying to chop a tree down with a buck knife. That would be... Yeah, that's well, he like sticks it in the tree and then like like just kind of just hammers it into the tree like it's an axe. That's ridiculous, yeah. Yeah, so I'm saying don't do that unless it's like absolutely necessary. The only way I would right. do that is if I nailed it into the tree and used it as like a step to step up. But I don't even know if that would, mm. would that work. I don't know. I never tried it. Um, not, not with your overweightness. I mean, if I'm running from a Sasquatch, I would try it. All right, don't overload your lightweight pack. Like, if you have one of those, like, ultralight packs, and then you decide, I'm just going to bring all this stuff because this is an easy trip, like, that will wrench your back. Those packs are not designed to carry whatever, 40-plus pounds. Uh, I will vouch for that. Yeah. Yeah, that'll break. That could actually break the frame of your pack. All right, my last one was is use or don't use your fragile sleeping pad as a chair on sharp ground. <laughs> <laughs> did, did your this did, is how it gets punctured did yours get punctured i've had i've had to fix punctures before but not as a result of my own doing that little chair that inflatable sleeping mat is a chair thing you had yeah the chair kit yeah i haven't had an issue with that but oh. people that are putting it like you know with like pine needles poking up if you have yeah. some really thin material on your pad or if you're ghetto camping with broken glass, I don't know. Just <laughs> ghetto <laughs> camping with broken glass. Look, just make sure the ground doesn't have rocks. I mean, like it just—that's it. Okay. No rocks. That's it. Yeah. It's not that hard. Easy to do when you're going in the Rocky Mountains. It can be. 
if you have right. what's what's your what's your sage advice here? I said if you break your fuel canister somehow and you can't use it, don't include it in the fire ring because it's not going to go well. <laughs> you know, don't put it in the fire common ring. problem. Common problem. Everybody does that. <laughs> You have that one hole. You're like, I can't find another rock. Just use a fuel canister. <laughs> I know, right? <laughs> my fuel canister is just the right size. I'm sure we'll get oh, it. Oh, my goodness. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> you challenge me on where I come up with some of my questions. Where do you go with that stuff? <laughs> my, brain, my brain is a weird thing, my friend. My brain is... That is true. Yeah. So <clears throat> That is true. This upcoming concert season will be all about the boots, and Tecovis is your stop for the best in Western style. Tecovis has seasonal and limited edition offerings this spring and summer, including men's and women's boots, apparel, hats, bags, and more. All Tecovis boots are made by hand in a time-honored tradition with timeless styles that are always on trend. And Tecovis has first wear comfort with little to no break-in period. It's hard to find this level of comfort paired with this level of style. Stop by your local Tacova store, have a complimentary drink or two, that's WCB style, and shop new styles. The smell of fresh leather and friendly staff are at your service. Many stores even have leather custom branding to make your boots truly personalized. And with regular live music and events, there's no in-store experience like it. If you can't make it into a store, just visit tecovas.com. That's T-E-C-O-V-A-S.com. They offer free shipping on all boots, as well as free returns and exchanges, and ship right to your door. Go to tecovis.com and find your new favorite pair of boots today. Hunting boots are a critical component of any successful hunt. Whether walking a short distance to your blind or trudging miles through rugged terrain, your feet are carrying the load. Without the right boots, you could give up early and lose out on that trophy just over the ridge. At Midway USA, we make selecting boots for your next hunt easier. With just a few clicks of a mouse, you can decide on what's important, like waterproofing, insulation, size, width, and savings. For just about everything for shooting, hunting, and the outdoors, check out MidwayUSA.com. The 1911 is one of the most iconic firearms in history. Designed by John Browning, the 1911 was the standard-issue sidearm of the U.S. military from 1911 to 1985. While Colt produced the original, almost every major firearm company has produced its own version. It's wildly revered for its reliability, crisp trigger, and is still a favorite for all types of shooters. Whether you're looking to buy or build a 1911 and just about everything for guns, log on to MidwayUSA.com. Trivia, my friend. Are you ready? Yeah, good. Okay, so this is sort of gear-based, sort of. Um, the question for all of these is, what is the strongest? Hmm. Strongest. And I'm going to give you two choices, okay? Okay. What is the strongest? Strongest, go. Swiss Army knife. Yep. Versus a non multi tool knife. Swiss Army knife versus a non multi like just like a buck knife? Yeah. What's stronger? I know there's a million different kinds of non multi tool knives, but like the kind that you typically bring on a this backpacking is, trip. This is a very vague and generalized question. Right. Which I'll probably get wrong because you'll have some weird answer for it. I'm going to say, I'm thinking of a buck knife. Okay. And I'd like to think that's stronger than a multi-tool, but you're going to tell not, me. Not. I'm, I'm not comparing to a multi-tool. I'm comparing it specifically to the Swiss Army knife multi-tool. Okay. Then I'm going to say, I mean, I have a Swiss Army knife, and it seems like that is far less, I don't know. I'm, I'm going to say buck knife, but I have a feeling it's a Swiss Army knife somehow. No, 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 you're right. You got the book. Yeah. De- definitely the yeah. non-multi-tool knife. Typically, those are stronger. I feel like I could break the knife off of those with so somebody with my hands. That's what I'm saying, yeah. I mean, they're good, but it's not like... 
pro- I probably can't. It just feels yeah. that way. Yeah. Well, I mean, it's smaller and thinner, and it's you know, it's not as. All right, parachute cord versus backpack shock cord. Backpack shock cord. You don't know what backpack shock cord is, do you? I don't think I've ever had. Do I have that in my pack? I don't know if I've seen that. Um, most packs have it. It's like the stretchy cord that kind of cinches things down. Sometimes it has like a toggle on the end. Oh, that? I'm going to say parachute cord. That is correct. Significantly stronger. All right. Way stronger. This one's a little harder. Yeah. A backpacking belt clip versus a belt strap, like the strap portion. Backpacking belt clip, like the plastic clip. Right. Or the actual belt? The actual strap part, not the belt, not the made padded of, part. Um, the strap. Well, the strap, dude. It's made of like nylon. Yeah, that is correct. Good job. Yeah, the clips is actually really <laughs> strong, though, but the strap is stronger. Are you trying to trick me, or is this just like pretty ABC? Well, hey, you're three for three, but you watch out. Oh, boy. All right. Uh, speed stick deodorant versus <laughs> any other brand. <laughs> 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 I used to use Speed Stick back in the day. Yeah, yeah um, the cheapest. Speed, speed stick, stick versus any other brand. Is it? What's sh- the strongest? <laughs> any? <laughs> I'm gonna say any other brand. That's correct. <laughs> <laughs> speed Stick fragrance runs out like half of the day. You gotta reapply. Oh, that's funny. Yeah. All right. Uh, last one. Yeah. My grip strength versus your grip strength. Oh, well, we know what's stronger, Carl. My my grip strength is far superior. But you're going to you're going to yeah. say yours through what evidence? Give me some evidence. Through just sheer I mean, have you looked at our hands? You make a compelling case. Have you looked at, <laughs> have you looked at our hands? <laughs> just through the way that I've seen you grip a rock and throw it. That's how I know. <laughs> it's like it's as if carl's throwing like a feather i don't even know how you do that but you make throwing a rock look like throwing a feather so i'm gonna say it's my hands over yours do you have okay. any other evidence or no i think we need evidence though i think we have to to have some sort of a test on this because we talked about this last season and um, i think it was jared that wanted to set up some sort of like a you know like hang from a tree limb test who can hang the longest and <laughs> why don't you do aren't those there's like little devices that you can squeeze to make to see yeah what, what if you get like some would you would you bring that on the backpack trip or would you just hang from a tree limb well let's say this let's say i brought some of the hardest type of power putty and we both squeeze mm-hmm. it for five seconds and whoever squeezes it okay more has a stronger grip how do you so you're judging so your evaluation is that one looks more no, no, no. I'm, I'm saying we each get a, a thing of putty. You roll it into yeah. a ball, and okay. you squeeze it as hard as you can for five seconds, and whoever flatten, okay. flattens it the most is the winner. Okay, so you, in a previous episode, you accused me of using putty for all sorts of weird things, and now you're actually suggesting about bringing putty on a trip. For this, yes, it's worth it. Okay. For this. Are you trying to look for an alternative solution to hanging from a tree? I think you are. <laughs> Why do you want to hang from a tree? Am I an orangutan? <laughs> so that wasn't my suggestion. It wasn't a... my suggestion. I'm just willing to do this because I know that I would win. So <laughs> I feel like we you... now have. Do you hang from something? We now have three. Do you hang from something? Man, stuff? we are in October and we have three things we got to remember to do for the next trip. I got to remember to to stack the deck against you. Oh, never I got to remember to throw your pack off a cliff and now i've got to remember to test you with grip strength you're gonna throw my pack off a cliff nice yeah so that way you could use the footprint i just i feel like you're gonna start training by hanging from stuff all year and just yeah and i think that this is why i would always win is because you don't have the self-discipline to train for anything so are you sure about that 
Okay. Okay. See? See? I didn't, I didn't say I would. I'm just right. saying, are you sure about that? I'm going to give yeah. you, um, despite your negativity towards me, I'm going to give you the win <laughs> on this trivia. <laughs> four, four out of five-ish, possibly five out of five, confirmed later. So mm, good job. Mm. But wow. have you thought more about the trivia punishment with trying to hand out backpacking blisters cards awkwardly in front of a grocery store this December? My punishment or your punishment? Whoever loses more trivia between now and then. Uh, I'm not really worried about it because I know I'm going to win. Okay. So here I'm willing to up the game a little bit. I'm willing to have, if you lose, I'm willing to have you wear your Apple necklace as you're handing out the cards. And I, on the other hand, will wear cotton socks while I'm handing out the cards if I lose. Carl, you realize what you're saying though. Um, I'm going to be wearing an Apple necklace. You're going to be wearing, <laughs> you're going to be wearing cotton socks. What you I'm wear, willing right? to wear the cotton socks. <laughs> you're we- so what do you normally wear? Do you normally just go barefoot? What do you wear? <laughs> Polyester? <laughs> However I roll, I'm wearing, I'll wear the cotton. I'll, I'll endure for this one if I just, lose. Just to do what you normally do. It's, it's huge. It's huge. Um, tidbits. I think we get some tidbits today. That, yeah, that was kind of a tidbit. Do you have another tidbit? I got a tidbit for you. And oh. it's, about, uh, it's about cotton socks, Carl. Um, okay. if, if anybody's been on the Facebook page, uh, they may have seen Jared has posted a video of himself going to Costco and looking at the cotton socks i'm putting cotton in air quotes by the way okay cotton socks that he purchased from costco which are the same ones that i have at home which are the same ones that carl used on the cotton sock challenge and we zoomed in to see that those socks only contain 22 percent cotton corral right so number one what do you have to say about that and number two if we're comparing apples to socks that's less than a quarter of those socks are cotton so i think i should be wearing about like jared said i could just wear like one apple around my five apple necklace Mm. and that would be about the same as what you did i mean that's fair so i want to see what defense was the challenge even legitimate do we need to do it again that's a fair question so i think yeah so I'll, i'll i'll definitely own up to that i did not check the percentage of different weaves in that and these are like pretty well-known socks like you know costco's been selling these for years nobody else challenged me on this um so what i did was i like i just knew that i liked these socks and so before using these socks on the trip i on the podcast said derek here's what i'm planning to use are you okay with that you being the costco expert said yes so the question is did you do enough research let's let's fine-tune that costco expert i'm a costco expert in the in the just the the awesomeness of the deals and the and the things that you find there to buy and the fact that you can return them i'm not looking at are your socks made of cotton i guess there's a certain level of I don't know what's the word trust that goes into like right. hey these are 100% cotton. So maybe right. I should have just bought you a nice big thick pair of like striped cap high cotton socks <laughs> to wear. Okay. And that would have done the job, but I did not do that. So No, I think I honestly I did approve it with you, so I still would um I'm not going to own the whole thing, but if you really are bothered by this, I'm willing to let you buy any kind of sock that you want to buy and bring it on the next trip, and I will wear those socks for the duration. I will share that whatever weave that those socks had, like they were still absorbing and hanging on to water significantly, so it's, it, would, it would have a similar reaction to my foot, I would guess. 
your guessing is foolish. Uh, those are 22% okay. cotton. I'm already letting you bring whatever socks you want to. So as long as they fit my size 12 feet. I I don't have to do that. If you want to leave it up to the B&B to be like, yes, Carl needs to take whatever socks Derek picks, and I'm going to pick some doozies if this is allowed, okay. and then I'll make yeah. you wear them for the trip. No, I don't. I think you're going to totally forget because it's so far out that this is not going to even be an issue. I won't, but if the, the, if the B&B comments on it, I'll do it. So okay. mark my words. No, you're going to forget. writing it down now get carl okay a little post-it note for six months out okay just 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 bought them on amazon here we go right okay let's talk about something more positive here we got a couple positive uh tidbits yeah one is really interesting this is uh, a post we got on our facebook page from richard who is a relatively new listener to our our podcast richard and he's claiming the fkt or the fastest known time for listening to all of our episodes he says he listened through episode 73 in 15 days in 15 days oh oh, zero zero 73 i thought you meant just just 73 i'm like bro four okay no uh, that's no. He didn't portion it out like five minutes a day. Yeah, that would be interesting. Um, that's pretty sweet though. Right. I'm, I'm glad that he's stoked yeah. and uh, binging. We we've officially been binged, you know. Yeah, I, I, yeah. We definitely have had that before. I think I I would definitely say Richard, you have the FKT for that. Are you are you surprised that like somebody could listen to that much of you in such a short amount of time? I was just saying the same thing about you. That's really funny. <laughs> that's really funny. <laughs> Richard, yeah, gold yeah. star for Rich though. That's pretty sweet. Yeah. I'm flattered, honestly. That's really yeah. cool. So thank you for listening, Richard. Welcome to the podcast. Hope, hope you continue to enjoy them. And welcome also to Janelle. She listened to just one of our episodes, and that was their most recent one about the manners, and and she dug it. So I, thought, we I thought you were going to say she listened to 73, and she's done. She's not listening anymore. And she's done. She's probably not hearing what we're saying she's right now. She's done listening. Last one I've got is I am, I'm sort of um, – starting the process of kind of revamping our YouTube page and starting to work on editing down some of the stuff from last summer. So I did, Mm. I am putting out another kind of like intro to the YouTube page video. It's like just a little bit over a minute, but it includes some new footage. I kind of just like changed it up a little bit from the old intro video. It includes some new footage, some from last summer, some from last spring. And there's even, if you look closely, like a little bit of a Sasquatch sighting going on in one of the shots. Oh boy! Oh so boy. just kind of—is this edited in? Is this the—is the camera rolling the whole time? Is it edited in? You were there, so I don't know why you don't know what I'm talking I was about. There. <laughs> oh, I know. No, I know you're talking. I do know okay. what you're talking about. I do. Uh, this was well. You decide if it's confirmed or not. I'll just leave it up I to think them. I will just call it evidence. How about that? I'll just say Carl was legitimately scared. That's all. <laughs> That's all I'm gonna say. You don't know what shot I'm using, and, and there'll be more more of that to come for sure. But if you get a chance, if you get a chance, check it out. It's it's a little bit over a minute of your time, and it, it it'll it'll inspire you to get outside. That's true. Hopefully, They're really or cool shots. Poke fun at yeah. us the other way, but um, there's some cool shots in there. There's some cool shots. We got. Mm. I think there's like five or six different national parks in that intro video that some of us have been to. So pretty cool. I will say you do. I can't ever mock you about your editing and, and all that stuff. You do a really good job. No, thanks, uh, if you guys can find, if you guys can find the the shot where Carl put the fireplace between him and the Sasquatch, gold star for mm, you. That'll be so. for a later video, my friend. That's all I got. That's all we got. That's it. All right, we're gonna wrap it. 
guys, thanks for joining us. Thanks for binging us. Thanks for being part of the family. We will see you guys next time on the B&B. And remember, guys, if Carl brings a footprint, your trip's going to be a nightmare. Have a good one. This is why you love Carl. This is why you bring him on the trips, okay? Because, you know, sometimes when you start a fire, you know I'm the fire guy, right? So I start a fire, and you hear that crackling of the wood. And after a while, it just stops crackling. You know, it just stops crackling. Or, or there's, you know, long pauses in between. And, and every now and then, I'll throw in some pop rocks, and Carl gets really excited. He's like, ooh, did you see the crackle of the fire? And he gets super excited because he thinks pop rocks are wood crackling. And he's never going to know it's not, so... Keep that one of the bad guys. In Wild Country, rules were not created by man. Don't miss Wild Country, Wednesdays from 7 to 11 p.m. Eastern. Presented by Primos. Speak the language. Waypoint TV, the destination for outdoor entertainment. A life that has the stories to back it. A life to be proud of. It's a Winchester life. Yeah, baby. 6-8 Western. Oh, I'm over there, baby. Right there. Tune in every Tuesday at 7 p.m. Eastern on Waypoint TV.